celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And don't forget your dream team of experts. If you're brand new to Animal Radio, entirely possible, by the way. We've been around for about a decade now. We have Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani with your grooming questions. He's kicking off a brand new season on Animal Planet of Dogs 101. The fourth season. Is it the fourth season? Wow. Animal communicator Joy Turner, our pet travel expert and publisher of Fido Friendly Magazine, Susan Sims. And Vladi, the world's famous Russian dog wizard, we have Stacy Cohn working on news. What are you working on, girlfriend? Well, there's a bizarre story out of Virginia about this guy that dressed up like a cow and stole 30 gallons of milk. I have that coming up, as well as a 36 million year old <laughs> penguin was found. Wasn't walking around. No. Um, he was dead, of course, but yeah. he did have his feathers intact, and he was huge. <laughs> I'll tell you all about it coming up on Animal Radio News. Ooh, ooh, okay. So let me introduce the cast to you if you're brand new to Animal Radio. Vladi, right to my left, right here, uh, from uh, Michigan. That's the accent that you you probably hear. <laughs> <laughs> tell tell people a little bit about yourself. Sure. Now from California, of course, because I came to California to become the big TV star. But yes, I train dogs in uh, five countries and three continents all around the world back in Russia and Soviet Union I trained dogs like a paratrooper dogs jumping from aircraft spying on the China wow. uh, trained dog for Soviet intelligence service KGB but keep it silent please uh-huh. silent please <laughs> and, and trained dogs for many many services leaders, leader dog for the blind people search and rescue um, paratrooper dogs like I said uh, custom uh, border patrol dogs and uh, when I came to America, I just realized dogs in this country misbehave much more than any dogs I ever touched. Uh-oh. And uh, yes, and that's what I settled uh, first in Michigan and after in California. And I'm on the way to have my own TV show. And I'm enjoying working with Animal Radio. Who taught you everything you know? Uh, my mute and deaf doctor mentor from Russia. He could explain me. We humans can communicate without pets, without any translations. We have all means. We have everything what the dogs have. All what we don't have is the tail. So, <laughs> so he explained me the basis of doglish. And for everyone who is listening to me right now, if you don't mind, I would I would like to give them a very quick snips of what what the doglish means. Okay. Doglish. Uh, verbally, dogs communicate in three ways. High pitch always associate with happiness. We don't say, good boy, good girl. We say, good girl, good boy. And the dog is hearing, oh, like the doggy mama praising kids. We don't say, no, no, no. I sincerely believe most dogs in this country believe the world know is their nickname because people use so many times without any consequences. We're using canine way of sound of disapproval. Ah, which the dog is hearing in dog. Uh, which means don't move, I will bite you. Okay? And we are barking commands. We don't say let's go, we say let's go. And if you add the body language, leaning over, moving toward the dog, assertiveness, leaning uh, d- down, which is basically uh, kindness, and all that things, that's creating very effective dog training method. It looks funny, it sounds funny, but it works. If you want to talk to Vlade, 1-866-405-8405 right now or any one of the Dream Team. Coming up, Dr. Marty Becker, America's favorite vet, all right here on Animal Radio. Stick around, you lucky dog. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are... 
are people too. It's hard enough to find love, but finding someone who loves you and all your pets can be even trickier. A new Dutch website, www.dierandmens.nl, loosely translated to mean animal-human, says it's a meeting place for all animal lovers. Whether you're looking for that special someone, someone who likes snakes and spiders, or someone to take care of your chickens when you're on vacation. The site was started by Betty Bowery, inspired by her friends who were telling her how difficult it was to meet someone, especially if they had more than one pet. Members can describe themselves and their pets and then contact each other through the website. Betty started the site, but she doesn't really need it. She's already met her match, and they have 13 dogs and four cats between them. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, just stepping in the studio here to answer your most vexing dog issues. As well as pet travel expert Susan Sims, she'll tell you where to take them. Animal communicator Joey Turner is also here. Groomer Joey Villani. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. And Stacy Cohn working on news. What are you working on anyway? Celebrity dogs behaving badly. Well, we all know a few celebrities also seem to have the market wrapped up with their bad behavior. But now it seems like celebrity dogs are uh, taking their turn. And it's all because they feel like they're entitled. Also, I've got a story coming up. Do you think you can function on minimal sleep? Here's a wake-up call. Parts of your brain may actually doze off even if you're totally awake. That's according to a new study in rats. I'll tell you all about this coming up on Animal Radio News. What are you working on there, Joey? Yeah, that happens to me all the time, too. I think that happens to me. As a matter of fact, I think that just happened to me a little while ago when I was was sitting here. Um, But anyway, I'm working on... um, um, See, my my brain dozed off. Um, I'm working on... Did you ever... You know when you take your dog swimming and he goes in the pool? Well, sometimes that... Those chemicals in your pool can be harmful to his skin coat. So we're going to talk about how to get rid of it. Really? I never thought about that. No, I didn't either. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know what, being a groomer, being a groomer and working on coat and, 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 and skin, you know, you notice that right away and you say, ah, your dog has been swimming. Um, but, um, we're gonna, we're gonna tell you how to get rid of that to keep the coat looking beautiful. Okay. Also on the show today, Dr. Marty Becker, our good friend Dr. Marty Becker is back and I guess he's on the road. He's traveling, um. Uh, yeah, he's got a new book a out. New, he says he's like in a tour bus. Something like that. I don't know. He's you, on tour, huh? You, yeah, he's on tour. tour. He's back so you, east, I think. Is it a tour bus or just a little old van, we'll 60s to... van he's put together? <laughs> we'll have to ask him. Find out more about it. He'll be joining us in just a few minutes. one 405 The hotline in the studio is ringing, which, that's our boss. So we're already in trouble, and it's only just a few minutes in. <laughs> I saw this survey last week that veterinarians say that if your client's pet's name are like killer... <laughs> that, that they're unlikely to pay their vet bills. Have you noticed that at all? That if a pet's name was aggressive, that they wouldn't pay their vet bill? Yeah, that more people with animals with aggressive names didn't pay their vet bill. I don't think so. I, I don't think that's a, a generalization. Um, I usually find that people who name their dogs crazy things or dirty names have a great sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Go on to Dave. Go on to Dave. Go on to Dave. Hey, Dave. How are you doing, Dave? Okay, there. 
Pretty good. Where are you calling in oh. from today? Well, we're over here on 15 in California right at the moment. Oh, you're a driver, OTR? Or 40. Well, she is there. I was back here in the back here, but uh, I'm, I'm with you now. Okay. <laughs> I got uh, Dr. Debbie here. Okay. Well, hi, this is Dr. Debbie. What can I do for you? Well, it's all about uh, our kitty or our cat. Her name Kitty, remember? As I was telling you, he was a big boy before and that. That cat. Uh, anyway, my wife had a question uh, about uh, it had a worm or something here, and we put that stuff in the back. What's the name of that? Not the back of his neck. The revolution. The revolution. Okay. And he had like a little teeny white worm. Okay. Does, now, because we take him to the vets or whatever. Now, <clears throat> that's all the vet, I think, did last time I took him up there, put some more of that stuff on him. Okay. You know, and as far and you're seeing the. Do what? You're seeing, you're seeing the worms in the poop I'm taking that? Yes, yes. Okay. And anything else do you have? Are you battling fleas? Because that's what I was wondering if no. there were. No. No. No nope, fleas. No problems. Okay. But uh, it's just, you know, if he's in the house once in a while, and, you know, he's, in a, he's, a, he's an in and out cat, whatever he wants to be, I guess. But, okay. Uh, I hate to take him up here to the vets and for the vet to do the same thing I'm going to do because I put that stuff on him once a month. Yeah. I guess what I'm trying to figure out here is if they're applying revolution, that, that works for some types of worms, and it's kind of important we know what kind of worm that um, you, have they diagnosed this? No, it's just, what do you say, a white worm, Karen? Yes. It's okay. just a white-looking worm. All right. A little so, one, she said. And it, looks like it breaks off or whatever, I don't know. Ah, okay, kind of like a dried-up piece of rice, perhaps? Like a dried-up piece of rice? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, good, because that kind of gets us to, even without having a sample, vets love when you guys bring in samples of things. So, number one, we'd want a poop sample to really know what we're dealing with. But from what you're describing, I might worry that this could be a tapeworm. And tapeworms don't always show up in a poop sample. So if you actually see a piece of this or a worm segment, we want you to bring that along to the vet office so we can make sure we're giving you the right medicine. Because if we're doing ta- dealing with tapeworms, there's two big things we have to look at. One is how tapeworms are acquired from an animal eating fleas. That's how they get them. So yeah. that's where the revolution is probably playing a role in why they went that road, because that helps to treat with fleas. It's not really for tapeworms, though, so there are um, oral medications to help get rid of the actual worms that are internally. So those are things, there's a product called Drontal that we can use. Um, there's a topical that we can use as well. But it, we would need something specific for those tapeworms. So I would make sure you, you know, pick up that phone and say, hey, we've got some worms. And Doc on the radio says we need to do some other things. And I think oh, we can get so some. Once he, once he did have a worm or something, that stuff's no good for whatever. You know what I'm saying, is it? 
Well, it is good for some types of worms. So, yes, we do use yeah. the Revolution for some types of internal worms, but it doesn't do a good job with uh, the tapeworms. And uh, for kitties, you know, I think a lot of people may, may go to that if we don't know what worm because it's easy. We don't have to shove a pill down a cat. And who likes to do that to their cats? Um, well, but, um, if, the vet said he didn't want to stick his fingers in his mouth because the cat's so big. Uh-huh. So he just put that stuff on his back of his neck. He said, that'll take care of him. Yeah. Like, well, well, that's what I've been doing, too, and it ain't, apparently it didn't work. Yeah. Well, if we are looking for a product that is a topical, that is good for tapeworms, um, there is a topical one out there called Profender. Um, so that would be what I might say, uh, write that down, Profender, and that Pro might be Fender, the topical right we want to use more for tapeworms rather than the other. So, um, But, uh, yeah, and that's a big kitty. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd want to stick my fingers in there. If there was a risk, I wouldn't get them back. <laughs> yeah, that, that was a... Uh... That's what the doctor said. He, you know, well, I don't want, I don't want to put my finger in his mouth. He might get me, and he just said, "We'll put this back here a minute." But that's the same thing I'm doing, and you know, so if he's getting it, apparently it ain't working, right? Right, right. So, yeah, and we also want to make sure that uh, if we're still dealing with fleas, now we can treat a pet for tapeworms, and they can still get them again. So we want to make sure we stay on top of flea management. So I'm not saying abandon your efforts for uh, what he's doing currently for flea control, because I think that's going to still be very important. Um, but we need to expand that and cover that up for um, the tapeworms. So. Just a little bit more medicine, that's all. <laughs> Dave, we appreciate your call today. one 405 8405 Good luck with those kitties there. It's toll free to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now. This is Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-850-4516. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats whether they run or not. Donate your vehicle and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-850-4516. That's 1-800-850-4516. 1-800-850-4516. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. 
When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. You're listening to Animal Radio. Dr. Debbie is answering your questions at 1-866-405-8405, as well as groomer Joey Villani, animal communicator Joey Turner, pet travel expert Susan Sims, and Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Hey, Carl. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you? What's that? Where are you today? I'm in Pennsylvania. Are you listening on XM or WEEU? WEEU. Oh, I love that station. Good station. Oh, yeah, that's a great station. Good people on there, too. They sure are. Uh, Family-owned, I believe, or still it's uh, locally owned, not one of those big companies. I don't companies. know, but it, I'll tell you what, it's really quality radio. It is. And, well, of course, they have animal radio. I have Dr. Debbie. <laughs> they have to be. Yeah. How can we help you, Carl? Why, well, I was just wondering something about my dachshund. I have a dachshund. She's about 12 to 14. She's a miniature, not a full size, you know. Mm-hmm. And about a month ago or so, her one eye went turned white. She's drinking a lot of water lately and urinating a lot. I mean, really a lot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is she having any urine accidents? Yeah. Yep. Okay. At night or during the day, or does it matter? doesn't matter. And it's, you, She used to say I have the dog's or in the basement at night, and mm-hmm. I put papers down. They used to always make it to the papers, you know, if they had to do anything and something happened overnight, you know. And she's been just stepping out of her bed in the back room and sometimes doing it. Oh, goodness. Okay. Well, a couple things you mentioned there, Carl, that really get me a bit concerned here. She's an older gal, so we keep our eyes open for some of these older pet problems. When when you're describing the white change in the eye, that does make us concerned about cataracts, um, among other things. But cataracts can be associated with old age in dogs, but also can be associated with diabetes. So when you say that she's drinking a lot, peeing a lot, and having urine accidents, diabetes definitely comes up on my radar first and foremost. Yep. And... Uh, among other things unrelated to the to the changes in the eye, things in an older pet that will cause them to drink a lot and to urinate a lot can involve the liver, can involve the kidneys. Sometimes diseases uh, such as Cushing's disease can cause changes like that as well. But I would say this would really warrant you getting this baby um, over to the veterinarian and getting some basic lab work pulled on her. Um, and, and that, I think, would be a great starting point where yeah, we could kind of... Something else you start doing is a little bit of throwing up with a lot of clear liquid. Oh, that's never good. No, that's no. not good. So yeah, no and pain I think or nothing, you know, no pain or no yipping or nothing. Yeah, and you know what's really it's important for every pet owner to recognize is. For disease process to get so advanced, that's when we're going to hear a pet cry. So we can miss really a lot of health problems if we're waiting for the pet to verbalize that and whine like us humans, because they just know far sturdier than we are. So um, definitely, I'd say follow those cues that she's telling you. And changes in, in those potty habits, changes in her eating, vomiting, all of those things take very seriously. And I'd, I'd get her into the vet and let's get some laps pulled on this kid. Yeah, because I'll tell you what, you know, it's... I wanted to get her in sooner than this, but I'm retired. I'm 71, and money's kind of tight running to the vets all the time, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, t- 
times are what they are for everyone, but yeah. there's some basic things that can be done, and, you know, there's a, a ton of things that I can think of that I would screen for, but, you know, there's always kind of a process of, you know, we'll start with step one, and what's going to be that test, and, and step two beyond that, and we may be able to get a feel for what we need to do without necessarily getting to thousands of dollars. So, you know, don't be afraid of, you know, talking to your veterinarian about those options and what might be the best thing for her. So, they can't use uh, human uh, diabetes test strips on them, can they? Uh, well, potentially, yes, but uh, it really depends. There's some differences between dog blood cells and human yeah. blood cells, so we would prefer to make that diagnosis in the veterinary office. So yeah, I'd know. say pack her up in the car, Carl, and let's get her in and see your veterinarian. So my best wishes for her. I hope that everything turns out okay there. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio, and we all know who that Dream Team is. It includes Animal Communicator Joy Turner, Doctor Debbie with your vet medical questions, Dog Father Joey Volani with your grooming questions, Susan Sims with your pet travel questions. Oh, she has gifts today, and Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard, who's unfortunately the last person people go to. They should just start with him. Obviously, he's the last person because he always finds the cure that you need for your most vexing dog issues. And John is up next. Hey, John, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me on. Where are you today? Based out of Jacksonville, Florida. Oh, I love it. Beautiful Jacksonville, Florida. Have you ever been there, Vlade? No, I've never been there. You should, you should go there sometime. I know you've been to Florida. Don't you have property in Florida? Oh, don't even start there. It's on foreclosure. So, like, oh. I'm like a millions American uh, homeowner oh, suffering no. because of all that stuff. Okay. Well, Listen, it's a quaint town in, uh, in the northern part of Florida. You have to come visit one day. Oh, okay. I was in the Fort Lauderdale, so that's the part. So, what? okay. What's going on so, with your dog, John? So, sure. we, we have a cockapoo about uh, three years old. Um, regardless, if we let her out to go pee, um, you know, when we let her run around, easily 30, 30 minutes a day is what we try to do, I mean, twice a day. But when people come over, you know, she can come in the house, she gets so excited, she just starts peeing. Uh, oh, okay. if I that's come very home, common. She does the same thing. Hmm? Yeah, it's a cockapoo do that. That's, that's a common okay. among them. Why? Um, they are, most of them, a little bit too nervous and secure. It's from the poodle. Uh, okay. Even though the poodle is very smart, but kind of they're very hyper and hyperactivity is creating that nervousness uh, triggering this type of the licking problem so and uh, how we're going to resolve these things it's called submissive urination for you and everyone who is listening to us right now and uh, you can do a few things number one are you uh, grab the pencil or, or pen something to write it down number one Okay. You can put your dog. It's happening with your member of the family or just guests? It, it happens with really everybody. Everyone. Okay. Yeah. So with the member of your family, going to be a different way. You could just, everyone, just have a family meeting and say, for two weeks we're going to enter our house and say for ourselves, for five minutes, we're not going to look at my dog. We're not going to talk to the dog. We're not going to pet the dog. Even eye contact will trigger that type of the problem. So after five minutes, maximum ten, when the dog is totally come down, you can kneel down a little bit and take your face away, your eyes away from the dog, and that time you can pet her. That would be number one. 
with uh, strangers situation, you can do the same thing, but much easier to put the dog in the crate for five minutes prior to allow the strangers come in, prior to allow opening the door and getting the people in, and make sure the people would feed the dog in the crate first with the treats. And after that, they can let the dogs go, and next five minutes ignoring, after that, they will be fine. If you do it for a few weeks, all what it takes, the dog will learn how keep itself, how, how, how keep that urine and not licking on your flooring, really. Now, there is also one of, another my secret. You can add some supplement, amazing supplement to strengthen that muscle symptoms. The name of the supplement is... You, you just need to Google it. Bladder support or bladder strength. Basically, you put three words on Google search engine. Bladder strength dog or bladder support dog. And it's going to come up uh, with the company probably Pet Naturals or another products uh, in our companies, which is the great supplement. I would do it immediately in conjunction with this system. And my final secret trick, if you don't want to put the dog in the crate or you don't want to ignore your dog for 5-10 minutes, all what you need to do, grab the piece of American cheese or kalbasa or any delicious treats. It should be really delicious, soft. For instance, tell and choose. Uh, we are having this at our shop and animal radio, wonderful treats. All what you need to do, kneel down. Extend like a little bit, just not too much, and uh, not like a Barack Obama did to the prince of whoever, what that from Egypt prince, whatever was it. <laughs> you can be you can be as submissive. Could you imagine Vladimir Putin would do like this? Would never would he would never have done that. But anyway, it's a different story. We hear we hear at Animal Radio talks about everything. So anyway, you kneel down, you give that piece of the cookie, and don't even look at the dog. Remember, it is impossible to pee, swallow, and eat at the same time. This to is true. Eat, swallow, I tried it. No, I mean, I know you tried. I mean, I, I asked the hell one time to try it, and he tried and didn't work for him either. No. So the dogs cannot pee and eat at the same time. That's what is based on. And once the dog is already met, you or somebody else, uh, fear is gone, everything is gone, he's not going to pee. It's just the first few minutes, first few minutes, if you could distract it with the food or use another my method, which I described before. That is going to work. We wish you luck with that, John. I used to uh, have a problem. Anytime Vade would come into the room, I would submissively urinate. And... Uh, <laughs> It's been cured. It is. Yes. You started feeding him instead. Yes. Just give me a treat. Thanks for your call today at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. It's Vinnie Penn, your resident party animal on Animal Radio. Uh, we're going to get right into our topic today. Uh, interestingly enough, been talking about the, uh, been discussing uh, what the next pet is for the pen household, and I'm thinking the bird. Uh, I had a bird when I was a kid, Harry. We named him after the mailman. The good old days of uh, Americana, of life in the suburbs. You named your pets after the mailman or the milkman. Now he's just someone you suspect is sleeping with your wife. But again, this. 
isn't it isn't about me. So I'm I'm thinking the bird thing. Uh, it's a wonderful pet and a lot of fun. Uh, lug the cage around. We have a beautiful deck in the house. Bring the cage out when we're all sitting by the pool. Uh, the one problem that I have, though, with a lot of my friends who've had birds over the years is when did it become par for the course that if you have a bird, you teach it to tell bad jokes or to cuss? I, I just, for the life of me, I, I can't understand. This is not the point of having a pet. It's like these people who have dogs now that they teach to attack. This isn't the point. We don't have pets to teach them to be belligerent or aggressive. We have pets to teach them to love and and to, to give love to and to get love from, that age-old unconditional love. Uh, several years back, I visited a friend of a friend, and he's like, hey, this is my bird, Tequila. I mean, that alone. You named him Tequila? And the bird's like, Owl? I just everybody was cracking up in the in the kitchen. These are the kinds of guys who clearly sat around in their dorm room and marveled at the pet snake someone had uh, munching on a rat or a mouse. Uh, we don't get birds to teach them to cuss or to tell jokes. There once was a man from Nantucket. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm Vinnie Penn, party animal, animal radio. This is Joy Behar on Animal Radio. Please spay and neuter your pets. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, an unusual theft occurred this week at a Walmart store in Garrisonville, Virginia. The Stafford County Sheriff's Office says a man dressed in a cow costume entered the shopping center on all fours, and then he proceeded to steal nearly 30 gallons of milk. I don't care what kind of costume you're wearing. How in the world do you stuff 30 gallons of milk in your body anywhere? I have trouble carrying two. Employees say the guy crawled back out of the store. He skipped away down the sidewalk. They called authorities who caught up with the man a short time later. They found the cow suit in his car and hauled him off to jail. A Michigan man has pleaded not guilty to disorderly conduct charges. He threw an octopus on the Joe Louis Arena ice during a recent Red Wings game. Now, this is kind of common practice. Charlie Graves admits that he took part in a longtime National Hockey League tradition, which violates city ordinances around the league. And Graves says he asked for a trial in the case because the practice should be respected. Oh, come on. An octopus is associated with the NHL because it has eight legs, and that's equal to the number of playoff victories that you need to win the Stanley Cup when the league started. Well, maybe we'll take you, Mr. Graves, and throw you around and throw you against the wall. See how it feels. Not all penguins are dressed in a tux ready to go to dinner at a moment's notice. Seems that a University of Texas paleontologist found 36 million-year-old remains in a national reserve in Peru recently. This was the very first fossil ever found with feathers intact. The penguins were huge, more than 100 pounds. They might have been able to beat Michael Phelps in a race. They were really good swimmers, apparently. They would stand about shoulder-to-shoulder with man. And their pigment was a little different color, more of a reddish brown. This part of coastal Peru has had other big penguin finds. Could be key to painting the full picture of those birds. A family in China still trying to come to grips with the latest addition to their family. Dong Yubo tells the UK's Orange News that his cow recently gave birth to a two-headed calf. Dong says his wife fell to the floor in shock when she saw the animal being brought into the world. He adds that he can't understand how his cow had such an unusual offspring, noting that she's given birth to several normal calves. Their two-headed calf has four eyes, two mouths, and two noses, but it can't stand on its own, so it has to eat from a bottle. Well, you know what they say. Two heads are always better than one. (laughs) Okay, that was bad. 
I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. right down the street from a dog that has uh, three legs. It, he doesn't even know it. He gets along just fine. It's amazing. I know. It, you know, if it was for if it was a human, they would be bitching and moaning. Oh about yeah, it. complain and complain, but, mm-hmm. uh, dogs don't seem to do that, do they? Not at all. I've seen a few of them, and, I, and of course, occasionally there's uh, well, cancer is a, is a big thing that often uh, leads to amputation of a leg um, mm-hmm. for dogs, and many owners think, oh well, that's the time to put them down. Yeah, but they think actually, it's a death sentence that the dog can't survive without its leg. That a dog is meant to have four legs. That's not true. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. In fact, uh, we bring it on uh, Jim Nelson. Is he on the phone? Yes, he is. Jim Nelson is joining us. He's created a website called tripods.com. Now, this is spelled T-R-I-P-A-W-D-S. How cute. Dot com. I'll ask him why he decided to spell it that way. Welcome to the show, Jim. Thanks for having me. We're always happy to share what's going on with the tripod community. Yeah, what is going on with the tripod community? And tell us a little bit about your situation and how you decided to create this website. Sure, and um, and to make a long story short, in 2006, our dog Jerry was diagnosed with cancer Mm. and given just a couple months to live. So my wife and I decided to sell nearly everything we owned and hit the road with him and traveled the country together as a pack. Wow. So we set up a little website to kind of document his progress. That seems like a very abbreviated version of your story, if I if I might say so. Did you at any time think that you were going to put Jerry down? You know, um, we actually did. We almost didn't go through with it, and, and it wasn't a matter of putting him down, but more taking the palliative care route, and um, that was an option. Just kind of medicate him, and he would have lived a week. And as it turned out, uh, the amputation took care of the pain, got rid of that, and he ended up living almost two years. After the amputation is when you sold everything and then you bought an RV, is that correct? That is correct, because uh, we were told he had just a few months to live, and in our case, it would have been you know a few hours round trip to do chemotherapy every couple of weeks, so we decided to focus on quality of life instead of quantity. So you just all, wow. you quit your jobs and hit the road? And, uh, <laughs> in just, an RV. It's, uh, yes, th- we did, and in fact, we're, we're still traveling with our new three-legged dog, Wyatt. You have a new three-legged. You're collecting three-legged dogs? <laughs> well, once once you have a three-legged dog, we decided you could never go back. And once uh, the tripod community had grown, um, we figured we needed a new spokespup, too. Tell me a little bit about Jerry. Does Jerry uh, mind that he's missing a leg? Does he know that he's missing a leg? You know, Jerry never minded one bit. Um, one thing we like to say is that um, it's better to hop on three legs than limp on four, and that's because when he had the remaining leg, it was very painful, and he, and he minded that. But once the leg was gone, he bounced back immediately, and he, he just—he was a new dog. He never 
knew that he was missing a leg. We believe his life on the road kind of gave him, gave him reason to live sure. and adventure. Um, and when the cancer did metastasize, uh, we started him on what uh, a protocol called metronomics, which is a low-dose chemo pill we could give to him on the road. And we think that bought him another uh, eight months or so. Let's uh, give out the website. This is very encouraging. If you have an animal that has cancer or you feel that you may have to amputate the leg of one of your animals and you, you're kind of down about it, think that might be the end of their life, it, it isn't. Check out the website, tripods.com. That's spelled T-R-I-P-A-W-D-S.com. Why that name? Well, when we uh, did Jerry's amputation at UC Davis, uh, medical teaching school in California, we, we heard the text referring to tripod dogs. Uh, because the, the three legs. And we decided to kind of empower that name rather than making it kind of a different name and uh, spelt it with a unique spelling. Okay. We are we are losing you right now, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and refer people to your website there, and we appreciate you taking time to join us today. Thank you very much. I apologize for the connection. No problem. I understand uh, I understand how that cell phone can be every once in a while. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Hi, Rocky. Hello, doctor. How are you? Hi. I'm doing really good. What's uh, going on in your world? Oh, kind of hectic right now. I got scratch marks all over my arms, but other than that, I'm, I'm cool. Uh, I, I find your show intriguing, and I learn a, a lot of new things out of it. Well, wonderful. My dilemma, go ahead. Oh, I'm just going to thank you for tuning in and listening. We always appreciate talking to our faithful listeners. Uh, what do you have going on there? My dilemma is my neighbor had him a call. Uh, he had him uh he was two years old. After living with, with him for about 16 years, I finally got tired of uh, him ignoring the call, and I approached him, and I kind of adopted him, and I kind of rescued him because he wasn't doing anything with it. The poor thing was just always in the cage, and every time I go with him, it, it seems like we bonded really good. And he loves to play. He loves to climb on you. My problem is his, his talent. He's got these sharp nails that they are curved and I tried uh, kind of sanding it down. I put this uh, big old piece of wood with a sandpaper around it and mm-hmm. uh, for him to stand down and hoping for him to kind of dull up those sharp points. But no, it didn't work. Okay. That's my so dilemma. He- he loves okay, to so get on my arm. He loves to crawl up, and he kind of digs in and makes holes and scratch marks all over my my arms. So. I gotcha. So y- you can't grow thicker skin, so you're asking how we're going to deal with this. I got it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, well, th- this is easy advice, and-, and I can tell you this is something we deal with a regular basis at our office. Um, what we need to have done for your little guy there is to get his uh, nails trimmed. And the best way, a couple tips I recommend about this is, one is I don't often recommend the primary person in the home, the the one that they're bonded to, I don't often recommend them to do it. Uh, so this is where you don't want to break down that bond that you have with your bird. Um, okay. It's best to see a veterinarian uh, that works on birds and is comfortable with birds and to have the nails uh, trimmed. I prefer to trim large bird nails with a Dremel um, and actually kind of grind them down. Um, most birds do 
very well with that, and we it's a less of a risk of cutting too short. Um, and that also gives us some nice control at kind of polishing and kind of rounding out the edges for them. Um, once that's done, you will find that your bird's nails are much more comfortable and tolerable, and, and it has to be maintained on a regular basis for some birds, depending on how much they're wearing uh, their claws. Um, but that would be an easy fix, and I think that that would um, help your, your your problem. Since he is sounds like he's very tame, he's easy with handling, it's just a matter of they're just daggers. <laughs> yes, it is, it is. It's about, about a little bit over a quarter inch of daggers. When they dig in, they dig in. They can't get them off. Absolutely. I feel sorry for those birds that talk get a hold of or something like that. But, uh, right. Thank you very you, much. Okay, uh, very I good. I and to, I, I have to take them to a bed. Absolutely. And, you know, if you're having trouble finding a veterinarian that works on birds in your area, sometimes even calling local pet stores, and they can kind of help give you referrals. Um, when I was just a wee little uh, teenager, I worked at a pet store, and we trimmed uh, small bird nails. Um, we didn't often do large you birds. You a wee but they may little be able to... teenager? I was. Imagine. I'm still kind of a wee little adult, I would like to say. <laughs> Thanks for your call, Rocky. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guests at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org. Fido Friendly is the travel and lifestyle magazine for you and your dog. Each issue includes hotel and destination reviews along with health and wellness topics, dog training tips, and the latest fashion trends. Pick up a copy at Borders, Barnes & Noble, Hastings, or go online to phytofriendly.com and subscribe today. Fido Friendly is the only magazine dedicated to the travel and lifestyle of man's best friend and the one magazine your dog will thank you for. Feels like time's running out. Maxed out on your credit cards, collection calls are coming every day, and you're two payments behind on your mortgage. You need help. We're Credit Card Relief, and we've been helping people just like you for nearly a decade. Call Credit Card Relief right now. The consultation is free, and the relief is real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's Credit Card Relief, 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. Hi, this is Betty White. All us animal lovers love animal radio. Please help every way you can to make life better for our animals. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. 
everybody. This is Susan Sims for Phyto-Friendly Travel Talk on Animal Radio, where we talk about the travel and lifestyle of you and your furry best friend. Now, I know traveling can be stressful for our pets. Not all can handle eight weeks on the road like my junior did in 2008. We were on a month-long pet adoption tour that get your licks on Route 66, and he just climbed in his crate and went to sleep between stops and I understand not every pet parent is as fortunate, and here to tell us how we can help alleviate pet anxiety is Lynn Stacknick with Rescue Remedy. Hi, Lynn, and welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Tell us, what is Rescue Remedy? Well, Rescue Remedy is actually a human product that was developed about um, 75 years ago by a doctor in England as an emergency remedy to help relieve stress, and since many people... Uh, actually successfully started using the product on their animals, we decided to develop a pet-specific formula here in 2008, and we call that formula Rescue Remedy Pet. Well, I know that uh, veterinarians do not suggest sedatives when flying your pet, but is Rescue Remedy something we could use? Um, We can. Rescue Remedy Pet is 100% natural and definitely not a sedative, so it's absolutely something that can be used when traveling with your pet in the car, flying, or you know, for whatever the stressful situation may be. And some of the more, you know, other more common uses for dogs and cats are, are, you know, obviously the fireworks, but also thunderstorms, that's a huge one, loud noises, uh, separation anxiety, nail clipping is another big one. And, again, it's really any situation where the animal may feel threatened or anxious. And what it's going to do is have a calming effect and allow them to safely feel much better about the situation in a natural now, is this, way. Is this something that the pet would need to take a little bit of the product to get it into their system over a period of time? Or if we were to use it on, say, our pets for the nail trimming, and I know that's really hard for a lot of people, yep. uh, if we used it right away, does it have the, the effect? It actually depends on the animal. So you kind of, we like to say pets have emotions too, and you kind of think of, you know, a pet being like a human where everyone's different, and it really depends how uptight and stressed out the animal is. So we don't say, you know, go by weight or anything like that. You kind of have to experiment with the dosage. And since it is all natural, you know, you don't have to worry about side effects, and you kind of have to see what works best with the pet and for the owner. And where can we purchase a Rescue Remedy Pet? Uh, Rescue Remedy Pet can be purchased online at rescueremedy.com forward slash pets or also your natural foods retailer like Whole Foods or um, also various independent pet stores carry it as well. And I understand you have a gift for one of our lucky listeners. Yes, we do. Um, We're going to be giving away one bottle of our new 20 mil value size drops of Rescue Remedy Pet for one lucky listener to try. That's great. So be the first caller at one 866 405 8405 and you will receive a sample of Rescue Remedy Pet. Once again, the number is 1-866-405-8405. Thanks, Lynn, for taking the time to talk with me today. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. For more information, please log on to rescueremedy.com. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Animal Radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at animalradio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, this is Park Overall. I am just thrilled about animal radio. Please, stay and neuter your animals. Please. 
We've realized that we have a bunch of new listeners this week, and so some of the characters' names might be new to you. This is Joey Villani. Ladies and gentlemen, we're lucky enough to get him from Animal Planet and Dogs 101, where he's filming his fourth season with wow. them. And uh, we're honored that he's here on Animal Radio. And every week he gives us kind of a tip of the week. Brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. And in just a second, I'll tell you, huh? Yeah, I'll tell you how you can get 25% off your entire purchase at SeniorPetProducts.com in just a couple of minutes right here on Animal Radio. The tip of the week with Joey Villani, ladies and gentlemen. The tip of the week. Wow. Okay. That's you. I, I can't believe that. Well, you've been doing it for a year. It's like you've been taken by it. You know, it's like deer in yeah. headlights. Here we are. Anyway, <laughs> you know, do you let, do you let Ladybug swim? I do. I put a little, she has a little kiddie pool, those little wading ones that you buy real cheap for like 10 bucks at Walmart that's about three inches high, and I put like an inch of water, and she runs around in it. It doesn't have chlorine in it. No, it's, it's not, not like a pool. A, I don't put her in a pool. Well, you know what? It's still, you're still probably um, filling up with, 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 with your hose with, with yeah. you know, city water. And Anyway, do you know how when you come out of a pool, and usually the first thing you want to do when it's, you know, at the end of the, you know, when you're done with the day, is you want to go and take a shower and rinse off because oh, yeah. you have that chlorine smell or whatever chemicals. Okay. Well, it's the, what happens is the same thing with your pet, but the only, the only problem is a lot of times people just let the dog run around and dry. Uh-huh. And what happens is those chemicals don't biodegrade as easily as, as most do. And what ends up happening is that dries back on the coat. Uh-huh. So it, it, it ends up taking its toll on the skin and the coat by drying out the skin, by drying out the coat, and sometimes even bleaching dogs. You'll get dogs that are, that are dark colors, like dark brown, um, browns and blacks, and you'll notice that they're gonna start having a reddish, um, a tint to them. And it's basically because, you know, the, um, chlorine is actually stripping it out, but it's not something that happens right away like bleach would on a garment. That usually happens afterwards with when it mixes with the um, sun rays, and that's usually when the coat starts to um, to bleach out a little bit. So what you want to do is you want to get that off of the coat, and also it's not real it's not really good for your um, pet skin because it dries it out, and also you want to just get those chemicals off of there so they don't absorb in and, and um, you know cause any problems. But very easy. While your dog is still wet, and you know this is the last time that he or she is going to go swimming a lap around the pool for the day, mm-hmm. just get yourself a gallon of water mm-hmm. and um, a quarter cup of white vinegar. Mix it together and just pour it on your pet. Just let it, you know, let it, let it float, float over, float over the pet. Don't rinse it off. Mm-hmm. And, um, then let your pet go about their business. And what that's going to do, it's the same thing with your hair. If you use like an aloe rid or something like that to get the buildup of the products that we use in our own hair. Well, this is going to work for your pet. Now, what it's going to do, it's going to keep them with a real nice, healthy coat. It's going to keep them with nice, um, nice, you know, um, regular moist skin like they should have. I shouldn't say moist, but, um, skin that that's not that's not over dry and it's going to rinse all of this product away where you're not going to have to worry any, about anything and most of all being a groomer you're not going to strip out any color is, so it's it's I, perfect i think it's it smells like vinegar summer. afterwards or does that that rinses out no that goes away it goes away or you know what you could just add a little lettuce and you know have a salad, <laughs> a salad. there's a good idea i tell you, i'd rather no, but, smell but the vinegar smell will go away i'd rather smell vinegar on a dog than wet dog what I'm saying. Yes, there you go. Joey Villani's Tip of the Week brought to you by Senior Pet Products. Now, you want that 25% off your entire purchase over at SeniorPetProducts.com. Here's the trick. Look for the Animal Radio logo 
over at SeniorPetProducts.com and put in the promotion code SAVE25. It's like the number? SAVE25. Do that before you start your shopping. You'll get 25% off your entire purchase. They already already have the lowest prices anywhere on Chondroflex and Sinovoflex. Great stuff for even the young dog. SeniorPetProducts.com and bringers of Joy Volani. Let's take a call for animal communicator Joy Turner. We have Carol on the phone. Hi, Carol. Hi, how are you? Good. What's going on? Oh, um, my dog passed a week ago today. Oh, I'm so sorry. And just making sure that she's okay. Tell me your puppy's name. Indigo. Say that one again. Indigo, I-N-D-I-G-O. Oh, okay. And did she pass from illness or what? Um, yeah, um, she did. Uh, she was um, sick for about three weeks. She was probably sicker longer than that, but we didn't know. And she was 11 and a half. A wonderful animal. Yes. Beautiful she says, spirit. She says, hello. I so want to say hello. And she's feeling well. Okay, that's good. Her sister and brother miss her. She says she knows, but she does come back and visit them from time to time. Okay, that's good, because they miss her. Yeah, she says, what can she say to you? Are you wanting her to talk to you? Say that again, Carol. She'll come back to us. She says, do you want her? Oh, of course. Of course. She says, she says she will, but she thinks she's going to wait a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. A couple of months. It's just not the and, right timing yet. Yeah, and she said, when you think it is the right timing, if you just think about her and ask her if she wants to come now because you think it's the right timing, then she will hear you. She hears okay, you good. when you think about her or when you talk about her, she hears you. Okay. That's good to know. Real good to know. So I just hope that, you know, she's well and happy. And with uh, uh, Murphy and Jazz and they're playing. Um, yes, she says more than them, but yes, there's okay, yeah, more than them here. <laughs> Oh, definitely, yeah. definitely, definitely. So, okay, well, I appreciate it. Thanks for your call, Carol. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team right here, right now. Coming up next hour, our good friend from Good Morning America, Dr. Marty Becker, is joining us. His brand new book out. He's touring the country in, uh, I believe, Kid Rock's old tour bus. We'll ask him what it smells like. He also has some pretty cool tips for you. If you have one of those dogs that's afraid of lightning, thunder and lightning, he has a real cheap and inexpensive tip for you. That's all coming up next hour right here on Animal Radio. It's toll free. 1-866-405-8405. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. 
celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone of the dream team. Could be Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, Susan Sims is with your pet travel stuff. Or Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. We're all here toll-free. In fact, hi, Tom. How are you doing? I'm just doing uh, wonderful here today in uh, Dunnigan, California, headed north to uh, the Seattle area in my semi. That must be uh, northern California, yes? Yes, it is, north of Sacramento. What's going on? Do you travel with your dog? I do. I do a lot of western uh, uh, traveling, and I was just in the back of my mind. She loves to run out and uh, little German Shepherd and chase rabbits and and just range around and meet people. But I was worried about rattlesnakes, and in some remote areas, if she was ever bit, what would I do? Is there anything I can carry with me uh, other than a snake bite kit, or is there venom that's in our venom? Good questions there, Tom. And, you know, I come from the heart of the snake world, too, in Las Vegas. So, you know, it's a really, very real concern, especially if you've got an investigational little uh, dog there um, who chases critters. So, you know, the big thing is that with snake bites, um, it, every snake bite is a medical emergency, and I never, ever recommend uh, a pet owner to treat this on their own. The most important thing is to get to the vet as soon as you can. Um, snake bite kits really aren't going to be very useful because some of the old wives' tales that we, we've been taught through the years are completely wrong, and we don't want to do those things. So you don't want to cut a snake bite, suck the venom out. You don't want to put a tourniquet on or even ice packs. That can make the effects of the venom much more severe in the area where the pet's bitten. So the, okay. the best strategies that I recommend if a pet is bitten is basically keep them calm, and we try to make sure that the area that's has the bite is lower than the level of the heart. So we just don't want to hurry that venom to through the rest of the body. And, but really, getting to the veterinarian is very critical. Now, treatment for snake bites is is, is controversial. Um, venom is available, but I'll tell you, it can cost several hundred to even a thousand dollars or more to just get the venom into some dogs. Um, it's a very costly product, so. Um, that may or may not be available. So most pet owners don't carry it. Most veterinary clinics in some areas don't even stock it. They will get it from a central supply. Probably uh, just now the good prevention thing I would say is if you are in snake bite area, snake aversion training or snake avoidance training is key. That would be the one thing preventative I can recommend to anybody who is concerned about the incidence of snake bites. Um, basically, with that, um, you would need to see an appropriate trainer. And th- through the use of electrical, those shock collars, they basically train the dogs that the sight, the smell of a snake is of concern. So they, they basically train them that don't get near these things in the first place. And that's one of the best ways that we can prevent snake bites. Right. And I guess keep her on a leash in that kind of country. And She's a pretty smart dog, as they say, until her nose hits the ground and then she gets dumber <laughs> than a fence post. <laughs> yeah, well, and you know what? I've had my dogs come up against uh, dead rattlesnakes. And um, so, you know, it was a little frightening at the time, um, but it is something to always kind of take that opportunity to work on those basic obedience commands. If you do encounter something, you don't want them to to come across in the future, whether it be a porcupine or a a skunk or a rattlesnake or what have you. Now, some folks might talk to you about um, there 
is actually a rattlesnake vaccine that some folks use. Um, it's a little controversial, but that might be something you can talk to the veterinarians in the areas you're going, whether that's something they uh, recommend or not. It's just not completely uh, proven whether or not it helps survivability with snake bites. Um, so for me, I really say the heart of it is, um, you know, the aversion training to snakes and keeping your okay. pet, uh, you know, under control at all times. Good question. What kind of what kind of timeline would you be talking about once this uh, animal's bitten before you get to a vet? Is it like forty five minutes? Uh, you get past well, an hour and it's going. Well, time is really of the essence, so as soon as possible. Um, we know that the effects of the venom right away will start to cause shock-like signs within just a matter of um, you know, a, min- a couple minutes to even a half hour. Um, the long-term effects we can have the potential for infection. Um, a lot of snake bites, they will get infected. There's a lot of pain, uh, tissue descri- destruction that kind of comes on after the effects, but so you, that initial shock really needs to be you, dealt with. You don't want to stop for a double western. You really want to go directly to the vet would be my uh, suggestion there. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And Judy's screening your calls right now at one 405 8405 for the Dream Team. Who's in that Dream Team you say? Dr. Debbie's answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Villani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator Joy Turner. And Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. All right. We're going back to the phones. And I think I have a Linda on the line. Linda? Yes. Hi. Hi. Hi um, is- I listen to your show every morning on the weekend. Thank you. Uh, I have awesome. a toy poodle. She's five years old. Um, I At first, I thought it was... Um, food, you know, like allergic to corn. I tried everything. I tried wellness. I tried blue. I tried all the high market dog food, I, and she would have ball spots. I thought maybe okay, it could be the food. but Okay. And then on the little ball, ball spots, she has like little tiny sores on it, you know, like little scabby bleeding sores. Okay. I took her to the vet, and they, they said that she just uh, has allergies, and they gave me Benadryl, and I think no remedy, just okay. the Benadryl. And okay. I was just wondering, is this typical of poodles? She's a toy poodle. She's uh, four and a half. Mm-hmm. And are these sores anywhere in particular on her body or just all over? Well, uh, one was under her chin. It healed in the root, the hair grew back, and now it's on her back side of, uh, on her tail. And is she itchy with these areas? Yes. She tries to, yeah, she itches and licks. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, you know, I can't say in general that this is typical for poodles, but we know that allergies can happen in pretty much any breed of dog, um, and that can be also confused a lot of time with a lot of other skin conditions. So anytime I have hair loss or a pet that has sores on their skin, I like to get some sample from the skin surface because in many cases we can kind of jump on that bandwagon for allergies, treat for oh. allergies, and we can really miss some other things that might be going on. Uh-huh. So some very simple, quick things that we can do in the office is looking under a microscope with some slides and uh, looking at the surface of the skin. In many cases, we may find they have, um, pets can have bacterial or yeast infections along with allergies. And, and you can treat the allergies, but if you don't treat those other problems, they just don't get relief. All right. um, not only that, but it can spread. So, so that's generally how I like to approach that to make sure we're 
tackling all the different problems that we might be having going on. And things like Benadryl, um, other antihistamines can help symptomatically, but they're not going to be super to help that hair loss itself. So we have to find a way to stop that pattern of licking and chewing, especially if there's self, self-damage and self-destruction going on. So that might mean right. putting a cone on or using other medicines, um, other anti-itch preparations. But um, okay. there's a lot of directions we can go with shampoos as well. And, um, and again, I'll go back to the skin sampling thing because there's so many different products that I can put into my um, client's hands to empower them to manage some of these problems. But we really have to get some idea of what's going on in the skin surface to, to give right. you the, the right direction in that way. Sometimes it's an anti-allergy shampoo. Sometimes it's a antibacterial shampoo and oh. we need to tackle those in different ways so that those would be some thoughts the other thing is you know with any pet having skin problems and allergies um you know we want to talk about making sure we're on a good quality diet um and that um we're potentially even supplementing fatty acids which can be helpful to restoring some of the luster to hair coat and mm. can help in dryness and flakiness things of those nature so mm-hmm. quite quite a few things we can try for that i think we can uh, you know Give it a whirl right. and and see how that helps her out. How would I get to your sample? Uh, get send in a sample or a, a biopsy sample or I mean a little probably. Yeah, the simplest way that we can uh, sample a pet skin is just in the veterinary office, a combination of things. One test would be called a skin scraping, and uh-huh. we just abrade, abrade the skin surface a little bit with a type of a, a, uh, instrument, and then we put that on a microscope slide. The other is a test called an impression smear, and we basically take the slide and squish it up against the, the pet skin, and that uh-huh. transfers the type of surface uh, bacteria and agents. And and we uh, do certain tests on that under the microscope, look at that, and that's how we... So it's usually not something that requires sedation or surgery or anything like that. So these are quick, mm-hmm. down-and-dirty tests that we can do in the All vet right. office. Okay. Right. Um, Linda, you're going to have to head back to your vet to get that. Oh, oh, okay. Exactly, yeah. So if I didn't make that clear, yeah, that's something you can't do at home and you can't send the samples in. It's something that in the office they have to take. But we're working on the technology right now. Soon, uh, maybe in the next 10, 15 years, you can hold your pet up to the radio and we'll be able to know exactly what's going on with them. Linda, good luck with that. Thank you for your call. Thank you for your suggestions, and I appreciate you calling me back. Thank you very much for listening to Animal Radio, one 405 Eight four zero five. That's not a bad business. We should think about this, Doctor Debbie. I know. Your dog is so cute. Comes to my legs every time he wants a little Stella and Chewies, which seems like about four or five times a day. We're only supposed to feed her what three times a day? Three times. Yeah, I think that's enough. Three for times her. a day. Yeah. That's that's enough of a diet. But she wants more. She loves Stella and Chewies, and we love it because it's healthy. It's natural goodness for dogs made with raw USDA inspected meat. Raised naturally, no added hormones, no antibiotics, and it comes in these little freeze-dried patties. That's what we love the best. It's easy to tote around. If you're a truck driver, it makes it really easy. It's also very green because mm-hmm. of that. And then, of course, if you have a big dog, because still on Chewy's, these little patties, they're designed for smaller dogs. But if you have a big dog, it's... Great to break it up over their food. Yeah, just crumble it on top. I know you, you do that, Vladi, don't you? 
Yes, I do. I, I also use in my behavior modification program, for instance, the same truck driver. And if the dog is barking heads off on something, you can maybe correct uh, first in different way, but after that you have to praise in the searching way. And the Stella choose it's great for that. All what you need to do mm. to try to make that noise as you're opening this bag, that Stella choose come as a very, very special bag, which making very, uh, very special noise. <laughs> Dogs knows the yummy stuff is coming. It's called double conditioning by Russian academic Pavlov. Make the noise, give the Stella a choose, and he will be looking at the something bad as the something good. Yeah, you're giving Stella and Chewy's is a treat there, which is very good. They also have the chicken treats, which our cats love. Mm-hmm. The little freeze-dried chicken, the only ingredient is just, just chicken. chicken. Just yeah, chicken, that's no, all it is. gives no junk. We'd love to send you some samples of that, by the way, if you want to send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. The address over at the website at animalradio.com. We'll send you back some samples, and the more stamps you send, of course, the more samples we'll send back for you. And, of course, you can learn more at StellaAndChewies.com. Good day, animal lovers. It is time for your resident party animal, and that'd be me, Vinnie Penn. Uh, just hung up the phone with uh, my sister who lives out in Las Vegas. She had to go because she was having what she called a play date with her dog. She has a girlfriend who got uh, the same dog, same time as her. They're, uh, technically, the dogs are uh, brothers. I don't know, brother and sister or sisters. I don't know. I never inquire about the sex of the animal when a dog is introduced into a family. But she said, yeah, we're having a play date with the dogs. And I said, well, this this is a brilliant idea. And she said, yeah, she comes over once a week and we let the dogs play in the yard and then we get to catch up. We also have a yappy hour, she said. And I, and I said, excuse me? She goes, yeah, yappy hour. You know, we, we have drinks. We'll crack open a couple of bottles of wine. And I thought to myself, this is not a play date for the dogs. No matter what clever name you come up with, Whatever, guys, this is an excuse for you to uh, get drunk with uh, your girlfriend uh, under the ruse that you care about your animals and then um, drive the little guy home drunk. And I've met her friend Anne-Marie before. I could see her propping her dog up in her lap and having that dog steer the car. Yaffy hour. Vinnie Penn, Party Animal Animal Radio. Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's hospitality program offers plush pets, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality. If you're a regular listener to Animal Radio, you know that we feed Ladybug, our stunt dog, Stella and Chewies. Have you ever bought dog food that your dog eats once and then turns their nose up to it? I have. That's why I choose Stella and Chewies. My pup still eats it as fast as I put it down. She doesn't even know it's good for her, but I know it's natural goodness for dogs made with raw USDA inspected meat raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics. To get the official food of Ladybug, visit Stella and Chewies. Warm weather is here, and your dog is ready to trade in its winter coat for a summer haircut. Wall Pet Clippers are the number one home grooming choice for dogs and their owners because Wall's precision ground blades cut hair without pulling or snagging. 
Grooming your dog at home is safe, easy, and it helps you save money. So show how much you care. Cut your dog's hair with a wall clipper. Visit wall, W-A-H-L, pet.com. Trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-850-4516. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats whether they run or not. Donate your vehicle and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-850-4516. That's 1-800-850-4516. 1-800-850-4516. This is Animal Radio. Hi, Kathy. Hi. How are you? Oh, fine. Where are you calling from today? Um, Tennessee. Tennessee. I've driven through a very beautiful place. Yeah, well, yeah, I've only been here about six years, but I love it. What kind of weather are you having? You, you having bad weather now? Not today, but yeah, a couple of days ago, I lost power. Oh, um, but see, I'm getting married, and I moved. I took my cat for the first time. She's six years old, so the first time out of her own environment, and oh. brought her over to my fiance's house. And she won't come out from under the bed. She won't okay. investigate. She, she won't do anything. And, and does he have any pets at his place? No, not at all. It's, it's, it's a new house. It's only a couple years old. No pets previous. But, um, no, I don't know. I don't understand. Um, I don't know why she won't come out. She'll come out to eat, of course. And I keep moving her bowl and you know, her water and food a little bit further out of the hallway, you know, so that she'll come out a little bit further. And kitties are, are definitely different than, than dogs when it comes to some of these, you know, new environments when we're changing their world. We're basically turning everything upside down. So what she's doing isn't unusual for many cats, especially those that are a little bit more um, introverted, a little bit more passive. Um, oh, yeah. They are actually... Cat. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. A cat like yeah. her needs to get comfortable in her immediate surroundings. So I wouldn't necessarily expand her world too fast. Um, yeah. We want to watch her behavior. If she's seeming calm and relaxed in that one room, then I kind of keep that one room her world until she seems more relaxed about getting around that. And then we start to you know offer her um, her resources at different locations. But it really it'll depend on cats. I've had one of my own cats move to a new, par- new apartment. And he was jumping all over the place investigating. It was it was. Was just like a free for all, and then the other one was kind of hiding in the back bathroom. So yeah, you, you have to kind of the bed. She feels safe, and but and I know her. I mean, even in my own house. I mean, you know, when I'm not here, she'll cry from across the house just to find me, and I'll say, "Mommy's in the bathroom," and she'll come. She'll <laughs> find my voice. Yeah. Well, and then we need to use you and the food as that positive reward. So, um, you know, when we want to get her out and we want to get her more interactive and investigational in the area, you know, we have food, and we don't necessarily want to leave the food. Out, we want to bring it out to help get her more um, interactive. So you come into the room, you bring in that yummy canned food, you set it down, and you you call your kitty out. And you know, hopefully, with time, that relaxation will come out more. Um, but really, it's got to be a positive association. We want we don't want anything to frighten her, scary. Try to control that environment as much as possible. And with time, um, she'll come around. Um, yeah, also, does. this is I'm always a big fan on things like those uh, kitty pheromones, the scent hormones, something like this, um, a situation where we just have some anxiety, we want to kind of help her through that, um, I'm a big fan of getting the plug-ins or the spray um, pheromones that you can just kind of use to help relax her in a natural way. Um, oh. And then 
controlling that environment as much as possible. Pull out those favorite toys that she has uh, to make her um, a little bit more comfortable when you're around her or know, when your fiance is around. The one. She only has one favorite toy, but I forgot to bring because I was the power went out and I had to kind of rush. I had to bring all my freezer food over here because you know he had power. Listen, you know the main question I had or, or was going to ask is. Um, I'm going to move here real soon, but we'd like to get another cat, and she's about six and a half years old. Now, okay. I, what I'd like to know is what's more compatible, a, a, a male or female? Well, she's a female, of course, but what would I, you know, what would be the best for a kitten? Yeah. And cats are very different than dogs. So some of the generalization we'll have with dog combinations are very different. Cats, there is no blanket answer for that. So we don't necessarily have a a male-female combination we recommend or even an age combination. For me, I match the personality. And what you're describing is a kitty who, if we get the wrong cat, we could have a very bad match. So what I would suggest is we'd be looking for a kitty that's got somewhat a similar personality, a little bit laid back. So getting a seven-week-old kitten that's high-energy jumping all over the place may not be the best match, whether it's a male or a female. So we might look for a slightly older kitty. Um, you know, a young juvenile might be a good combination. And as long as the kitty's spayed or neutered, I'm fine male-female either which way. But I think that personality is really important. And I would not, absolutely would not recommend a new kitty right now from what you're describing. Um, she's already coping and trying to cope with this new environment. Um, um, throwing a, a new kitty personality near that would be a lot of anxiety, a lot of stress on her. Um, and, and cats just don't don't show that, don't verbalize it. So her hiding is one way that she is demonstrating that she's not really happy with the situation yet. So we got to let her get to that happy point before we bring in another personality. Thanks for your call, Kathy, to 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, and pet travel expert Susan Sims, as well as Vladi, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Brought to you by Wall. Dogs are one of the most intelligent animals, so it's no wonder that Wall pet clippers are the number one choice of dogs and their owners. Wall blades provide better grooming results, and you'll look smart for saving money. Visit them at wallpet.com. That's W-A-H-L pet.com. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. Toll free at 1-866-405-8405. You'll connect with Dr. Debbie. To answer your vet medical questions, or dog father Joey Volani, Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, and animal communicator Joy Turner, and I believe we have Billy on the phone. Hey, Billy, how are you? All right, yourself? Good. Where are you today? Uh, right now, I'm in North Carolina, enjoying this hot weather we got going on. How hot is it there? Uh, we're looking about 85, 90, something like that. Looking for some shade. Ah, I understand that. Hey, listen, I got Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, here to help you. All right. Okay. Yes, I'm here. So okay. go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. My, my general question is, uh, being by trade there, my occupation, I'm a truck driver on the road. I've got a Beagle mix. Uh, he's been with me about three years in the truck. He's pretty much an inside dog. I was looking at coming home and probably getting a local job. Uh, being in the market nowadays, a lot of, a lot of don't like pets on board the vehicles. So I was just wondering, is it a hard transition to go from an inside dog if I were to put him out in the kennel in the yard? Uh, from inside, because by inside you mean even though you are taking him with you and he's uh, basically truck, though yeah, you're still he's, considering he's always, him inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's always with me. I mean, inside the truck, I'm usually gone maybe from home four to six weeks. But if I come home and do a local job, 
you know, it can be stressful at home also, maybe working from 12 to 14-hour days uh, beside the weekend. I was just wondering, is that going to be a hard transition for him, or how will he adjust? Or you tell Yes, me. He, he will adjust. Uh, the best things for you to do is, at least for the first two weeks, hire pet sitter. Pet sitter, especially first week, uh, he's uh, or she's supposed to come two times per day, and the second week, one time per day, and that really will help to break, break dependency on you. So she will be the one or he will be the one who comes in and feed your dog, taking him for a walk and play with him. So he will think, well, you know, if my daddy is not home, I'm not going to die. I'm going to survive. That would really help. Another thing which will help in the big way, if you, my friend, will get a color and leash and you give your dog a little bit leash time in the morning, work with him a little bit for 30 minutes on simple obedience things. Uh, people don't understand the value of obedience because a lot of times people th- think, well, you know, my dog does this and does blah, 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 blah. This is not about this. This is about meeting your dog. One of their main needs, which is mental needs. Mental job makes your dog be much more tired than physical job. Forget about dog whispers, uh, just running on those uh, uh, all day long in the backyard. Uh, you know, it's it's okay to to meet your dog's physical needs, but don't underestimate mental needs. And uh, one minute sit stay, for instance, will take as much energy from your beagle, like one mile to run. Yes, if he if he stays one minute and you are not allow him to move from that position, which because you have a leash in your hands and you just a little bit, he, if he moves from the position, you will slightly like move forward and snap the leash upwards, like fencing the sore on guard on guard position. Did you fence the sore? No, just a little bit. And another question on top of this, you know, being in the backyard because I'm not home as much as I should be. Like, uh, I notice when we're home in our own backyard, he likes to dig around a little bit. But well, like when I'm out on the road and I stop at a rest area or somewhere in which we can go out, he's a, he's a grass dog, you know, a beagle. They like to search and hunt and look around mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But he likes to dig at home. How do I prevent that from happening? The same things. I mean, I, 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 I hate to be sound like a, you know, broken phone, but tired, tired dog is the good dog. If you will a little bit working with him in the morning and uh, when you come home, just 30 minutes, and especially in your backyard, which right. you basically mark that area like yours. It, I'm very serious because I am a celebrity dog trainer who having many trainers working for me, and I am myself working with the clients every day in Southern California, and I'm hearing that questions all the time. I would put the color on leash, and I would work with him a little bit in your backyard, and that would really address the cause of the problem. Now you're asking me how to address the symptoms. Well, it's also simple. If you've done your homework, and after that your dog still go and dig somewhere, you know, spy on him like KGB from the window, and as soon as he just, you know, start to dig, suddenly appear, maybe open the door and just, you know, run out and scream and toss toward him an uh, empty can, not the chair, not the tables, like an empty can with the pennies as you make the sound like, ah, like this. Yeah. That's what will work together great. And, and the third way I would do, I would give him something outdoors toys. Like uh, old wife says, uh, Kong toy with peanut butter previously frozen in the refrigerator when I leave mm. him myself in the backyard will be very yummy. Mm-hmm. 
I, I hear you. And it sounds like great advice here. I'll definitely take that advice and see how far I go with that, and then uh, I really appreciate it. Give it a shot, Billy. Exactly. We, we, we hope your dog adapts to that. I'm sure your dog will adapt to not being in the truck with you all the time. Now, last week we were talking with uh, somebody, a uh, truck owner-operator, who said he's looking for drivers right now, and he allows pets, and we think that's very, very important. We have his information if there's any truckers that are listening that your company doesn't allow you to take your dog. Give us a call. We'll hook you up with this guy. one 405 Animal Radio is brought to you by Tropiclean Fresh Breath and Clean Teeth without brushing. Oral care just got easy. Now you can fight periodontal disease without brushing with Tropiclean's Fresh Breath Gel. Their foam, their water additive, and their dental chews. 93% of users notice cleaner teeth in less than two weeks. I'll tell you where to find I've out. I've been using it. I, I know, have you been using the foam? Yeah, the, you guys have both been using the foam. It's minty. <laughs> No, I, my pets have been using it, and oh. and I'm telling you, it really, really has been making a difference. Um, Do you use the major, chews? Major difference. I've been actually using the gel and 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 the foam, the gel on two dogs, yeah, and then the foam on 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 my youngest one, and um, they like it too because they 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 both like that little minty taste, and um, <laughs> so they actually no, they do, they they actually like it. You want to check out the website? It's www.tropaclean.net. Of course, links to everything you've heard on today's show over at animalradio.com. If you've gone to the expense of getting your cat or your dog's teeth cleaned, which is like three, four hundred dollars, well, now you need to maintain that, and this is a great way to maintain it with Tropaclean's Fresh Breath line. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring Animal Radio. Hi, this is Bob Barker on Animal Radio. Reminding you to help control the pet population. Have your pets spayed or neutered. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Celebrity dogs behaving badly. Well, we all know there are a few celebrities that seem to have the market wrapped up with their bad behavior. But it seems as though some celebrity dogs also have a reputation and it's getting out of hand. Samantha Ronson, the celebrity DJ, former girlfriend of Lindsay Lohan, was mortified last year when the news media learned about her bulldog Cadillac. It had attacked and killed a tiny Maltese at her West Hollywood apartment building. And when Elizabeth Taylor died last month, obituaries made mention of her little friend, the one with four legs, who treated the floors of her other friends with two legs like fire hydrants. Bad dogs can bring bad publicity. So are these dogs getting an unleashed sense of entitlement from their owners? Yes, according to David Reinbecker. He's a Beverly Hills dog trainer. His clients include Maria Shriver, Kirk Douglas, Terry Garr. The elite are extreme personalities, he said. Some celebrities let their dogs just rule their lives. A lot of people do that. On top of that, the mega rich and powerful can be very insecure. So it really boils down to treating these celebrity pets as pets. Just like kids, not giving them a sense of entitlement. They've got to be trained because apartments and condos now are forcing co-op rules, which demand that these dogs become behaved or you and your little pretty dog are going to have to leave. A blind dog is relying on a rather unusual friend for a little help getting around. According to the Metro, a four-year-old boxer in Poland named Buttons is using a goose as his guide. Button's owner says her dog lost his sight last year during an accident. Fortunately, though, the goose provides a canine with a good set of eyes as it either bites into Button's neck or honks him to let him know which way to go. Button's owner says the two never leave each other alone now, noting they even chase the postman together. Well, if you think you can function on minimal sleep, here is a wake-up call. 
part of your brain may doze off even if you're totally awake, according to a new study in rats. Scientists observed the electrical activity of brains in rats that were forced to stay up longer than usual. Problem-solving brain regions fell into a kind of local sleep, a condition likely in um, sleep-deprived humans, too. And surprisingly, when sections of the rat's brains entered these sleep-like states, you couldn't tell that the rats are in any way in a different state of wakefulness. So despite these periods of local sleep, overall brain activity and the rat's behavior suggests that the animals were fully awake. But they weren't, just like these air traffic controllers who thought they were fully awake. This phenomenon of local sleep is not just an interesting observation of unknown significance. It actually affects behavior. You will make a mistake. So what you need to do, get to bed early and get a good night's sleep. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. This is Animal Radio, baby. Six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with anyone of the Dream Team here. Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Villani, what are you working on, Joey? You know, summer's summer's um, basically right there, and what goes better with summer than a nice pool? Of course. And a lot of people don't have saltwater pools; they still use chlorine, but yeah. that can damage your dog's coat. So let's talk about what we're going to do to correct that problem. Okay, that's coming up. Also, pet travel expert Susan Sims, animal communicator Joey Turner, Vladi the World famous Russian dog wizard. Okay, we have a good friend, Dr. Marty Becker, is back joining us, and I, I think from a bus. Now, I remember back in 2003, Judy, you and I <laughs> got in a, a bus, and we traveled the country from Petco to Petco. Yes, we did. I uh, remember we, it well. We were young then. We could do it then, and <laughs> the doc still has it in him. Uh, this tour bus just got off Kid Rock's tour, and my wife was calling me Grandpa Marshmallow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so far, I'm up to 30 cities in 45 days. And wow. We're talking about healthy pets, visit vets, and of course we got a new book out that we're giving the secret surprises and solutions. Um, just it's just great to be around people that love pets like family. And I got to tell you, I heard a dog name today. It's my new favorite name. Uh, before this, my favorite pet name was Eleven Thirty. That was a cat that wasn't quite black enough to be called Midnight. <laughs> but my new favorite was I met somebody. They had a dog named Nobody, and I go. I got to ask you, how'd you come up with that name? And she looks down and she goes, nobody loves me. <laughs> uh, well, you're promoting the book, Your Dog, which I got to say, this is the biggest promotion you've done on any book that you've ever done with the whole tour and everything. You're traveling with your uh, your cohort in crime. Uh, that would be Gina Spinafore. Come on, how you can spit out Well, I call her Gina the genius. You know, this this book was a year-long project. It's my 19th book. Uh, I've been lucky enough over the years to have sold uh, almost 9 million books, and I've had three New York Times bestsellers. But this this is the best book I've ever been part of. And what's really been interesting about this book is, you know, it's set out to, to save you time, save you money, or help you have a richer, deeper relationship with your pet. And we have some, you know, some crazy surprises in there, like for thunderstorm phobias, one out of three dogs, if you have thunderstorms in the forecast, you simply take an unscented fabric softener sheet from your... Like, like bounce? Room, like bounce. Uh-huh. Unscented, coat, unscented, just, just lightly on their fur, and they will never have a thunderstorm phobia again. Wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you 
wipe it their fur with a with a dryer sheet. Yeah, dryer sheet, unscented. Yeah. And, and unscented. You, you have to do it. You have to do it, and you can keep reusing it several times. But you, if the thunderstorms are in the forecast, you just wipe it lightly on their coat. What it does, it prevents the buildup of static electricity in their coat. And that's why dogs go into bathrooms and tile and basements and try to get into cars because they want to ground themselves. Wow. And if it doesn't work, we talk about other things about anxieties like Fourth um, of July or hunting season in parts of the country or road noise. Uh, you could ask your veterinarian for a prescription of Alprazolam, which is generic Xanax. Okay. And your pet never has to fear going to the groomer, the vet, uh, you know, starting the second July when they're ready to throw themselves through a plate glass window. <laughs> Uh, dogs start to shake dry. You're giving them a bath, and they're getting ready to shake dry, and they're going to get more water on you in the ceiling than they than they are draining in the tub. Mm-hmm. All you got to do is grab them on the end of the nose with one finger on top and one finger on bottom on the end of their muzzle, and it's like a light switch. They absolutely cannot shake dry. You hear that, Joe? I don't get it. See, you know, I got to tell you, you're making me happy right now. (laughs) Here's what I want to know. I know why I would not need any KY jelly in my lifetime, but I I understand every pet will need KY jelly sometime in their life. I love those. KY jelly and Botox for uh, a puppy and Viagra for a neutered male dog. And the way you use those, KY is if you get a wound, you put a little KY in there before you go to the vet and it prevents uh, getting any dirt or hair in there. Wow. Viagra for a, for a neutered male dog, what that is for is Viagra increases blood flow to organs. And before we found out an organ in the humans that worked on it, it works in humans and in pets to increase the blood flow to the heart and the lungs for pulmonary hypertension. And Botox we use when those little eyelids roll in and hairs rubbing on the eye or Sharpays or those kind of breeds that get those deep skin folds. We use a little Botox there to relax those so they get air to them. It's it's pretty pretty amazing stuff. It's okay, I, I've got a question. I saw this and I don't understand it. You're suggesting that we should throw away all the food bowls. True. Why? At, at almost at almost Evan Ranch three years ago, the Scouts Honor uh, for dogs and cats, we throw away all our food bowls away. We only use food puzzles, and we use things like you know Kong Wobbler, Kong Genius, the the Premier's Busy Buddy, Tug of Jugs. It's like it's like the casino that you go to every once in a while, and, th- and these things they pay off a little, uh, a lot, or sometimes nothing. But you get this delightful uh, anticipation that food's going to come out. So what you'll do is you'll take a dog that uh, uh, you know in, in the wild, wolves and coyotes, any of the wild canids, eighty percent of their waking hours is spent in pursuit of food. Wow. And we've now dumbed that down with bowls to well it, where it takes thirty seconds to three <laughs> minutes to eat. And just mm-hmm. like zoos over the last uh, two decades have done more things with enrichment activities, you're actually recreating the, a non-lethal hunt in the home. And not only are you getting now with you know the food feeding the body, but you're feeding their mind as well. It's Dr. Marty Becker from ABC Good Morning America, America's favorite vet, the new book called Your Dog, the Owner's Emanuel, Hundreds of Secrets, Surprises, and Solutions for Raising a Happy, Healthy Dog. I have 10 copies to give away at 1-866-405-8405. If you're not lucky enough to get through, head on down to your bookstore. If they don't have it, they've just sold out. It's a bestseller, I'm telling you. They can order it, or you can head on over to Amazon, Borders, or Barnes & Noble. I tell you, this is the only book you'll ever need. It's the Owner's Manual. That's why you have the name. That's me dialing. That's Steve right there. Dr. Marty Becker, thanks so much, buddy. We're going to speak to you again in a few weeks. Thank you, friends. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Pets Day. They give four-legged friends the four-star treatment. Available at Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas, Pets Day includes amenities like food and a water dish, the sleeping mat, dog treats, and a specialty room service menu. It's more than pet-friendly. It's pet-friendly. 
focused. Details at Caesars.com slash PetStay Las Vegas. It is time for the Las Vegas Minute. Ka-ching, ka-ching. Brought to, <laughs> brought to you, insert, insert casino here. sound effects there. <laughs> brought to you by Caesars Palace, Paris, Planet Hollywood, Harris, Flamingo, Bally's, Rio, and Imperial Palace Resorts in Las Vegas. They're rolling out the red carpet for traveling dogs with the launch of Pet Stay, the resort's new pet-friendly hotel program. You know, my dog stayed there once, but the only problem we had is um, we had to put him in a, in a treatment center when he came back because he had a gambling problem um, when he <laughs> came back from Vegas. <laughs> Uh, that will happen, the, yeah. This is one of the problems that you can actually bring back and not leave in Vegas. Yeah, and they don't mention that anywhere, do they? No, they really don't. So we'll just give you a heads up right now. I'll also <laughs> tell you that uh, tomorrow night, a tribute to Motown. This is very cool. Do we have any Motown? Thanks, Guido. A tribute to Motown. Smokey Robinson presents Australia's Human Nature. Tomorrow night, Sunday, May 15th through June 6th. Tickets start at $49.99 and $59.99 at the Imperial Palace. The brand new remodeled Imperial Palace showroom. I didn't know if you knew not remodeled. This is the ultimate celebration of Motown. Check it out at the Imperial Palace. There's your Las Vegas Minute. More information over at the website. You happy? Uh, You butchered it. Oh, boy. I didn't see the love in that. (laughs) I'm just jealous because I want to go to Vegas and Motown for the weekend. That's all I'm saying. Maybe your dog can sit. Maybe he can roll over. Maybe he can even play dead. But when you tell him to stay, he's never done it like this. <coughs> Caesars Palace, Paris, and Planet Hollywood Resorts in Las Vegas proudly announce pet-friendly accommodations. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash PetStayLasVegas or call 800-427-7247. Are you ready to do something about your high credit card debt? Tired of paying double-digit interest rates, late fees, over-limit fees? It's time to stop the madness. Get out of debt the safe and affordable way with credit card relief. With credit card relief, there are no upfront fees, no monthly maintenance fees, and no settlement fees. You don't pay anything until a debt is settled. All with a 90-day money-back guarantee. That's credit card relief. Managed by local attorneys in-state with workout plans tailored to your debt situation. Get out of debt in months instead of years, all while saving thousands in future bank fees. Call the original credit card relief, where the consultation is free and the results are real. Call 866-800-5252. Not available in all states. That's credit card relief. 866-800-5252. 866-800-5252. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Concierge desk. This is Amanda. Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Imperial Palace and Rio in Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. 
Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service venues, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. You're listening to Animal Radio. You're guilty because you never contribute to the uh, Dodge Journey pet destination. And I, I understand completely. Yeah. I, I think we've all contributed except me. Where'd you go? You travel all the time. That's one thing about you is that uh, you say, I need a vacation, yet you're gone half the year. Traveling. You know what? But the places I go aren't what normal people would call vacations. You know, I go camping. I go hiking. Um, so I don't often stay in those kind of really organized kind of vacations. Just came back from a well, trip on Lake Mead. Okay, hold on a second. This uh, We're going to make it the Dodge Journey pet destination for the week here. Yes, uh, from Dr. Debbie. The Dodge Journey, of course, they won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award with full down stain resistant seat, those chill zone glove box coolers for the drinks, which I'm sure that uh, I would have packed full of uh, mostly ladybug drinks because that's the, that's the way it would work with me. <laughs> Multiple storage options and removable washable liners. It's easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. Thank you, Judy. I, Dr. Debbie, where is this week's... Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week. This week, our destination is Lake Mead and the Forever Resorts Houseboats. Forever Resorts? My, how fun. Yes. My two uh, Labradors had the most fabulous time out on the water, living it up in the comfort of their houseboat. Really? All 52 foot of it. And then they had the fun of swimming, uh, fetching, retrieving out on the water, and then um, you know sitting by and uh, enjoying the good, well-cooked kibble meal at night. And they, and they all swim very well. I'd be a little worried about my animal around the water. Yeah, you know, and they're getting a little up there in the year, so we do exercise a little caution, and I must admit, you know, two veterinarians still had, you know, a little pet injury out at the lake. Uh-oh. But uh, it was a little sharp on the rock, so, you know, we doctored that up, and they were ah. just fine, And uh, but they had such a blast. Good time, and I would highly recommend it to any water-loving people and pets. So that was sort of like a little veterinarian thing you did with the other veterinarians. Would you get together and flip each other's lips. Is that what you do at the holidays? No. It was Lake Mead Forever Resorts this year's uh, Forever Resort. Uh, what kind of boats do they call those? Houseboats. Houseboats. Boats. Party boats. Forever Resorts Houseboats. And we'll put that up on the website at animalradio.com. If you're looking for a place to take your pet, plenty of ideas over at the Dodge Journey Pet Destinations at animalradio.com. And if you want to be next week's Dodge Journey Pet Destination, 1-866-405-8405 right now. Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners, or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle? Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. John Elder from England was heartbroken when his prized termite-sniffing beagle was stolen. Someone stole Joni by breaking a small air vent and dragging her through, leaving some skin and fur. Elder talked to local media, and news of the lost termite dog reached neighboring towns. 
A motorist found Joni walking dazed and confused in the middle of the highway. She originally thought that Joni had been hit by a car because she was missing so much skin and hair. Her daughter read about the missing dog and soon Elder and his missing hound were reunited. Joni's abductor hasn't been found, but I'd look for somebody who used to have termites. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Hi, this is Iron Chef Cat Cora on Animal Radio. Please adopt a pet. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the dream team. It is Animal Radio. Celebrating our connection with our pets. Brought to you by Kimpton. In Kimpton Hotels, where where do you think we should go today? Uh, about I'm Phoenix. Say, I was going to say the south. The south, southwest. Yeah. If you're traveling to Phoenix or Scottsdale, take your pet along and stay at the Fire Sky Resort and Spa. Not only will you be greeted by a four-legged director of pet relations, Bosco, but you'll Aww. enjoy your stay with zero fees and no size or weight limits. Find out more about Kimpton Hotels' hospitality program by calling one eight 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 Kimpton. And don't forget that the ultimate hospitality giveaway for the Kimpton Paparazzi Photo Contest coming to an end, uh, let's see, May 31st. So you want to get those pictures in, win yourself a two-night stay at the Kimpton, plus those tickets on JetBlue. All the details over at the website. I'm actually working in my garden for the first time uh, this year, and I, what I do is I kill everything. Judy will attest to this. <laughs> I, I am not agree. It doesn't take you much time. But I, I worry about how this affects the dog. and dog's running around in the background, and really, frankly, I'll, I'll tell you, I'm not watching what the dog is doing. Uh, you know, but he is watching you, <laughs> so you need to be very careful, and, and that's common. with When we're out gardening, a lot of times we leave our dogs and let them run around the yard, but they are watching, and they're going to go back to where you were digging. So, Well, I, I see that, them not only digging, but I see them chewing like on the mulch. Is that dangerous? Uh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, let's talk here. Heart okay. attack. Well, it, there's a lot of things that we can add into the garden that can be dangerous. And one kind of mulch that is particularly dangerous is cocoa mulch. Oh. Um, you know, kind of like from the chocolate uh, processing. That's not the kind that we have, is it, Judy? I, you know, I don't know. The mulch out there is so old and so sun-bleached. How, how do you know if you have cocoa mulch or not? What is, is oh, it it'll smell beautiful. It's, it smells basically like a chocolate okay. bar. And it's a byproduct of chocolate. So that's why, you know, it's, it sounds like a good eco-friendly thing to do, right? But sure. you put it down, and it can actually, when ingested, cause a chocolate toxicity, just like eating a Hershey bar could. Wow. So you don't want to use that in your yard at all if you have dogs. Um, use something different, pine, uh, cedar, other types of mulch you'd want to use. No, I'm composting this year. I'm taking everything, all the crap that I have uh, from the kitchen. And I'm putting I noticed it, that. Uh, ah, well, I'm very great. You're being eco, eco-friendly. eco-friendly is what I'm trying to do. What you, know, it, you know, it sounds great yeah, now, but, but those uh, things that you're using, yes. um, a lot of people, you know, use coffee grounds. Yeah. And they'll put that in their compost. Well, you know, that can be dangerous when dogs ingest that. Really? Um, yeah. And just like, you know, the foods that you put in there, a lot of times if there's mold, there's toxins that are produced with that, and that can be very dangerous. Mycotoxins can cause all sorts of different neurologic problems, seizures, et cetera, for animals. So really, if you have compost and you have dogs, you want to make sure they are not accessible and they can't get to that. What about feeding my plants and fertilizers? That's, oh, I'm going to put plants. a period right there at the end of that sentence there. <laughs> I mean, should I even be using fertilizers? 
Oh, gosh. You know, it, it really depends on, for me, I de- it depends on the pets in the home. If you have a really nosy dog that's yeah. into everything, I'm really not a fan of it. Okay. Um, of course, my gardeners would probably say, no, that's the wrong thing to say. But, you know, really, fertilizers, pesticides, all these things in small diluted con- uh, concentrations, probably not a real concern. But when they get into that bulk product, that real concentrated form, it can really be more, more, quite serious. Okay, I got a question. I got a really weed problem going on, and I like, like to use that Roundup. Now, my uh-huh. my animals aren't going to ingest it or anything, but are they going to get it like on their feet or anything if they walk across it? Is that harmful? Well, if it's a wet product, you, you definitely want to keep your pets away from that. But once it's dry, uh, well, it's okay. Once it's dry, it's not a risk. And, oh. and really, I guess you know the big thing is everything in good sense. You know, so if you're heavy-handed about your products like that, um, I definitely recommend to keep the pets out of that zone. Or even you know a good irrigation sprinkling to help disperse that into the uh, the environment helps. Um, that way, you don't have that product laying around for the pets to go walking through. You must see a lot of toxicity cases down there every year about this time. People are growing oh. things. Well, what do you see? Oh, yeah, we see a lot. And, you know, big in, in our area, a lot of the backyard plants that people don't know are horribly dangerous to your pets. Um, oleanders, beautiful. Uh, we have them in the West. Um, yeah. They're highly toxic. They can be toxic to the heart, basically. I knew that. Um, yeah. Now, the other thing, the sago palms, uh, they look like the little pineapple kind of palm tree kind really? of thing. Highly toxic. I didn't um, know that. Yes, cause liver failure. So, and a lot of people have these. I even saw them at the local NSPCA. They're growing outside <laughs> the area. Uh, hopefully, in an area where dogs can't get you. But you yeah, know, it's, it's the concept. You know, you got to really recognize. I wonder it. who screwed the pooch there. I mean, obviously, they didn't uh, they, they, when they were yeah, planning that. They didn't, up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> But, yeah, being aware of all, all the different uh, yard products, uh, plants, um, I do often recommend people check out the ASPCA website okay. for some of the most common toxic plants. Um, know what's in your area. I'm going to put the link to the website over at the website at animalradio.com just because it's simpler to remember. And, frankly, we want you to come through our website first. It's it's sort of selfish that way. Wreck <laughs> my trophy clean. That's clean. That's mine. I was I was getting fresh breath, clean teeth without brushing, <laughs> because oral care just got easy. Yeah, I know it's for the dogs. It is. Uh, now you can fight periodontal disease without brushing with Tropiclean's fresh breath gel, their foam, their water additive. This is cool. You just put it in their water bowl, as well as their dental chews. 93% of users notice cleaner teeth in less than two weeks, and you can find out more at tropiclean.net. It's not the right one I was no, supposed to No, it wasn't. Read. You're supposed to read the other one. Oh. I was just thinking the same thing. If your dog or cat has a winning smile, you definitely want to check out the Tropiclean Best Smile Contest, sponsored by Tropiclean. Fresh breath made easy. I'm using their stuff. Try yeah, look at you. Like You've got tip? a winning smile, Hal. I don't think you can enter their contest, though. It's for dogs. Four natural products that make it incredibly easy to protect your pet from periodontal disease. If for contest rolls, visit tropicleanbestasmile.com. Want to do any gives? What? What, Judy? Well, I want to make this contest a little bit easier for some people by giving away the Tropiclean product so they can get that best smile for their pets. I think you're too good to the listeners. I, know. I think you are. So you have some of the clean teeth gel. Yes, I do. And some of the fresh breath chew. And I'm going to give it away to the first two callers. First two callers pick up clean teeth gel and fresh breath chews from Tropiclean. Yes. That's all we have time for today. Remember, you can get in touch with any one of us at the AnimalRadio.com website. And the phones are active all week long at 1-866-405-8405. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio. Bye-bye.
Take care. Have a good one. Take care. Bye. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network.